Bienvenidos a un episodio más de Platicando en Católicortito. Mi nombre es Luis Diego Carranza, soy el productor de Juan Diego Network, el fundador de Lumen Media y el host del podcast Hombres de Carácter. El día de hoy vamos a escuchar el testimonio de un hombre llamado Bobby Erisman, que él, junto con su familia, que al momento de esta plática tenían siete hijos, decidieron emprender un viaje de misión como familia a General Cepeda, que es un pueblo en medio del desierto de Coahuila, en el norte de México. Y a lo largo de esta plática escucharemos primero cómo Bobby encontró a Jesucristo en una experiencia personal, luego cómo él y su esposa tomaron la decisión descabellada y valiente, heroica, de irse de misión como familia, dejándolo todo y vendiendo todas sus posesiones, y cómo es que actualmente están viviendo este tiempo de misión. De antemano les anticipo que el 100% de este episodio especial fue grabado en inglés porque es el idioma en el que Bobby mejor se podía expresar y compartirnos más a detalle su testimonio. Así que prepárense para practicar sus habilidades lingüísticas, queridos amigos. Ojalá que este testimonio nos pueda inspirar a que cada uno de nosotros pueda animarse a tener experiencias misioneras desde la realidad que se nos permita. Les deseamos una muy feliz Pascua de Resurrección. Espero que disfruten un episodio más de Platicando en Católico Cortito. I I was a pretty wild youth, wild child, I guess, and I had moved out of my house when I was 15 years old. Um I had entered into some pretty serious sin. I was living with my girlfriend at the time and uh yeah, I came home from work one day. She uh had a lot of drugs. <laughs> and Uh, her and I got in an argument over the drugs that she had, and I kind of threw them away. And she took a bunch of uh, a bunch of pills and went into a seizure. She tried to kill herself, and um, yeah, I called nine one one, and the ambulance came and and picked her up. And it was then that I I kind of kneeled down and said a prayer and I just said, God, if you're, if you're real, which I already knew he was, I just didn't want to admit it because I wasn't living that <laughs> a life for Christ. But I said, God, if you're real, I'll change, change my life. I just want to know that you're real. And, uh, yeah, I felt the Holy spirit. In a How old were you? Early, uh, 17 years old. 17. 17. Yeah. So then I moved back in with my parents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two years after, and a bit of fun after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moved back in with my parents for a couple of months. Uh, my brother asked me to come out and visit him in SPO household. Uh, so I planned to go on a two-week vacation out to Minneapolis, St. Paul. And, Where were you living at? Uh, Wyoming. Okay, Wyoming. This state. all happened in Wyoming. Yeah, this happened. So you Wyoming. left your father, your parents' house, but you still lived in Wyoming. Yes, I still lived in the same town and everything. I was still going to high school. I was still working the same okay. job. I just, my parents had told me that if I didn't want to live by their rules, that I couldn't live under their house. And I thought that sounded like a great idea. So <laughs> I moved out. Yeah, probably the worst decision of my life. <laughs> Or, well, maybe not, but one of them. At that point in time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my brother invited me to come out and hang out with him for a couple of weeks. And I never went home. <laughs> So that was 
Well, first of all, what's SPO for the people that don't know about it? Uh, St. Paul's Outreach. Which is? Um, it's a college outreach program that uh, is kind of a fruit of the covenant community, uh, the community of Christ Redeemer, which is part of Soar the Spirit. They're located in St. Paul. In the Twin so, Cities. In the Twin Cities. NET is the National Evangelization Team, which is also a fruit of that community um, located there in West St. Paul. Okay, tell us a bit about Net. I remember when you when when I met you, you had been for almost a year around the country or around the U.S. Yeah, Net. What what does Net do, and why did you well? Why did you decide to go into Net first of all? Um, well, I was already living in an SPO household, and um, around the that community. means living with a bunch of guys that you had a regular. Uh, tell us a bit about what a household is, because a lot of people might not know what what a household is. Sure. Yeah, I was living in. Um, formation with a bunch of men basically we get up and we have morning prayer we read the liturgy of the hours um we have meals together we uh, do praise and worship together we do service together we go out and do evangelization together and we have night prayer together really it's just uh you were studying college or something or you were just what what did you do at that that point in time Uh, no, no, I, well, yeah, yeah, I was in college for part of that time. Part of the time I just had a, a normal job where I was working, but, um, man, I couldn't tell you what jobs those were anymore. <laughs> <It's so long. laughs> and then at one point you heard about net and yeah, well, uh, you know, being around St. Paul's outreach and the community of Christ Redeemer, like net is everywhere. Those Both those offices are in the net building. So I knew what net was. I was helping out with net retreats with the home team uh, from time to time. And um, yeah, I just kind of felt like the Holy Spirit was leading me to apply. And I did. And thank God I did because I met my future wife there. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah, we were on different net teams, but oh. the same same. So what's here. that? Oh, well, so I was on net team seven, which just, and my wife was on net team three or four. I don't remember, but, uh, that's net is where you've got six guys and six girls that drive around in a van and put on retreats for high school students around or, literally all over the States, all over the United States from East coast to West coast, from the Northern tips to the Southern tips. And each team has their own route. Like my team was, uh, We were in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, uh, oh man, I can't even remember, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Retreats, retreats, retreats. Just That's retreats, it. yeah. Just retreats. Wow. And uh, yeah, that was a... And that was a year commitment, right? Nine months. Yeah, okay. nine months traveling around. When we were dating, I told my wife that it was my vocation to be a foreign missionary and she told me it's either my vocation to marry her or to be a foreign missionary <laughs> because she would never do this. <laughs> But, uh, about three years ago, um, she had a change, um, reading the scriptures, just reading through the daily. Scriptures. You were still in Japan or somewhere or you were already back in Minnesota? No, we were back in Minnesota. We were just living normal life back in with community. We were, information track and thinking about uh, making a covenant commitment and just going through with that. Um, and then I had asked my wife about once a year for the past 12, 13, 14 years, I guess, I'd 
ask my wife to pray about foreign missions and to think about <laughs> every this. every how often <laughs> about once a year oh, okay. during it wasn't Easter. like every day you were pressuring <laughs> no maybe maybe sometimes it's twice a year but no no i, I definitely didn't pressure <laughs> but it, just anytime uh usually during easter we get all these mission related oh, yes. uh, readings and then it'd be heavy on my heart again so i'd ask her you know hey Will you pray about doing this? And she'd always say yes, kind of half-heartedly. I'll pray. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's I'll pray. The commitment. Yeah, sure. I'll I'll pray about that. And I'm sure she kind of did, but she never really asked the Lord what His will was. Till three years ago. Yeah, and then about three years ago, uh, man, she just uh, the scriptures came alive to her in a whole new way, and her heart was set on fire for for missions so <laughs> no she was the one telling you <laughs> to well, do everything you can. no no i had been asking her to do this forever and her heart really was set on fire but she still had no idea how we could do this i had been and telling did you what's that did you did you have any idea or oh yeah or yeah to? my idea was that we just start writing bishops in in different countries <laughs> ah, really yeah like that? yeah i told her i didn't. I can't imagine when, when i heard well when i saw your linkedin post uh, i don't know this summer like how do you do that how how can you just leave everything because i or well, you'll get to this eventually but when you were saying that you were selling everything and going on a family mission trip that could last years or forever or something like how does that happen how, how does someone do that <laughs> so you started writing to bishops just like that or that was your plan no that was my plan she didn't know how we could do this and i saying well i mean we can just start praying and see where the holy spirit wants us and if we feel like we're called to any place where there's poor then we write that bishop and we tell him we want to be foreign missionaries in your diocese. Would you like to have foreign missionaries? And that was my plan. Really. I thought, uh, you know, CCR had net and it had SPO, but there was nothing for families in, in nothing. Yeah, it's when you were young yeah. and single. Yeah. Mostly. Young and single. And there's nothing and for really. Families it's in your city, do your labor with your working life and your yeah. small group or something. Yeah, which is beautiful. And that is a calling. And it's a, it's an amazing way to live life if you're called to that. But, But I'm called to something more. <laughs> and I, you know, there's more people in the world today that have never heard the name of Jesus than ever before because the population just continues to grow. That's a fact? Oh, yeah, that's a fact. You can Google it. You can look it up. Like there's more people Can today. I trust Google? <laughs> <laughs> Not always. <laughs> okay, so you started. You started actually doing that, sending letters to uh, the bishops, or you found out about? No, uh, my wife options. was not convinced about this. I had been talking to my wife about doing it this way for 10 years. I thought if we just go out to anywhere and we do missions. Uh, more people from the community will see what we're doing. We can go back, share our experience and, and something will happen like inside of the communities, more people will start doing missions. Um, my wife was never convinced about that. Even when her heart was set on fire and she's like, how do we do this? And that was my response 
again. Like, was this like, is how we do I it. I want to do it, but not that way. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, that's just insane. I can't, do, I can't do that. So I Googled Catholic families on mission. And the first thing that popped up was this thing called family missions company. And it's Catholic. Which so, is weird, no? Because a lot of Christian denominations do this and have done this for the last several decades. But you never hear what Catholics doing, it, right? There's nothing else out there like this. FMC, Family Missions Company, is one of a kind. There's nothing else out there like this. It's actually born from the fruits of, of the communities. It's not part of any specific community per se. But Frank and Jeannie Summers had this same calling on their heart that I had. So for the past two months, we wake up in the morning. It's actually a pretty, pretty uh, rigid formation process, which is amazing and difficult, but mainly <laughs> amazing. Uh, so you wake up in the morning, and uh, for my family, we have prayer time. Just your family. You just have to gather with all the other families. No, just my family has prayer time. We do the 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 readings. Liter ah, the readings yeah, and the liturgy the readings. of the hours. Or? Well, and then after we do the readings, uh, we go in and we have breakfast at, with the whole group. Okay. Cool. And then after the whole group has breakfast, we clean up, and then uh, uh, go in and we have prayer. And normally that's praise and worship. Prayer. Together with everyone. The whole community. Like in a chapel or something. Yeah, well, it's a giant living room. And okay. There is a, a chapel and we pray in there sometimes as well. But usually for morning prayer, it's just in this giant living room of this place so called your kids the Big have, House. have two praying times, and like a, a family praying time in the morning and then after, after breakfast, a praying time with the whole community. Yeah, yeah. So there's some praise and worship and then we do liturgy of the hours. Yeah. And how do you do it with your kids? Oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> exactly. I can Lots imagine of patience. The, the logistics and <laughs> of, of getting them used to this. It's or... beautiful though, man. I mean, all the kids smiling and playing, like the younger <laughs> kids usually sit on the floor and will color and draw, um, sometimes run around and scream. But the bigger kids enter into prayer and it's just, Well, it's kind of like a gathering, right? Like uh -huh. you go to a gathering and you got some kids entering in and, and other kids running around. Yeah, running around and screaming like it's this, the same the same process really. I would say you can check out Family Missions Company. Uh just Google it or go on to familymissionscompany.com. But Yeah, we'll add it to the show notes. Yeah, go on a mission trip. Like they do short-term mission trips. Like one right. week, two week or summer. Yeah. This. Oh, yeah, that's a cool thing. So they also have that. Yes, yes. Like for instance, if I have two or three weeks uh, per year vacations at them, well, go on a mission trip with my family. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's cool. If you want to see miracles, man, go on a mission trip. Yeah, and, and from from what I, I hear, from what I gather, just by seeing what you guys are doing, it's not the typical mission trips that we just well that we as Catholics are used to just going to the poor and giving hanging stuff out. No. We're doing it in depth spiritually. So that's really cool. That's a very different thing and the world needs it right now. Yeah, family missions company is a one of a kind. 